0: Somebody hand this man an earthquake.
1: Welcome to Indecorous Podcast. Indecorous means not in good taste. I'll shock the jizz at you. Impolite. When we were drop napalm in Vietnam, we just folded a one white Charlie. Inappropriate. For pedophiles that like older women, that's what a teen movie is. Shameless. The great midget orgy of 1939. Unacceptable. I was just trying to check his prostate with my dick. Indiscreet. If
0: you don't grow the mullet, the mullet grows you.
1: Immoral. I'm not a cannibal, but I eat ass. And beyond the pale. This is what Orwell warned us about. Welcome to episode 101 of Indecorous Comedy. This is episode 1 of season 3. Indecorous Comedy is a reprehensively distinguished educational comedy show. You're the smartest lowbrow or dirtiest highbrow podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Carlos Valencia. To my right is Ian. What's happening? And to my left is Bobby. Yo! tonight we're going to be talking about indecorous news we'll be diving deep into the history of celebrities that have instantaneously ruined their careers that's how i described it bobby is that accurate
0: uh no this is about average joes that average
1: joes that have ruined their lives
0: yeah let everyone this is the uh we're doing this one for the everyman this is like the country song of people fucking their lives up. oh
1: that's perfect average joe that has ruined their life is what we're going to be talking about today and yeah
0: like Like You could listen to this and get inspired. You could do it too, you know? That's
1: right. That's right. Maybe in season four, we'll tell your story if you fuck (laughs) up hard enough this year. (laughs) So we're going to be doing that. That's even more fun. And then we'll be digging into the darkest corners of the internet for 4chan comments of the week. And we will close it all out by answering listener questions. The first thing I want to do, like I always do, is correction, apologies, and clarifications. And these are all just clarifications, and they're mostly shit that I said in episode 100. Do you guys remember we talked about mudding? You you brought it up, Ian. The, oh yeah, uh, I do. Mud bogging in mud. Indeed. Yeah, it's like these when rednecks take their pickup trucks and then drive them into the mud. It's a big fucking thing.
2: A favorite pastime for many.
1: I was going to say in the Southeast, but I think there's rednecks everywhere that do this shit. Well, I mentioned that there was a MTV guy who died a while ago, and I couldn't remember the guy's name or the show, but the show was Buck Wild. Do you guys remember that show?
2: I have heard of the show, yes.
1: I never watched it. I mean, MTV has a million stupid shows, so I've never saw it, but it was basically like a real world with redneck, or the Jersey Shore for rednecks, probably.
0: Okay, they were just trying everything there for a minute, weren't they?
1: Yeah, yeah, basically. So it was like in West Virginia... So one of these guys died doing mudding. And somebody asked, might have been Joe Zimmerman, because he was the one that was with us then, that like, how do you, because the guy died, my explanation is like, if you get into the mud, it's going to stick to the exhaust, so the exhaust can't get out. So it flies into the cab and you die from carbon monoxide poisoning. But the question is like, well, why didn't you, why they didn't have the windows down? And it's because if you leave them down, then the mud gets all inside the cab. So they have to have the windows rolled up. And that's how these people die, because they don't want to get the inside of their truck dirty.
0: Well, we know people that would die before they saw their sneakers get mud on them.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So that's how this guy died. He just... (laughs) got stuck in the mud, and the carbon monoxide just flew in. And then they canceled the show after that happened. So not only did this guy... Because too many people were trying it? (laughs) Yeah, I guess. The thing is, like, this guy not only ruined his life, obviously, because he killed himself doing this stupid shit, but then he ruined all the other people that were supposed to be on this show. Now they don't have a television show.
0: (laughs) Cost so So
2: many jobs. So he died a, a good, noble Christian hero's death, is what you're saying.
1: Yeah, I guess at the end of the day, it worked out for the best. So, and then the other two things are very quick. I said that, uh, you remember we were talking about old uh, shows that we liked, and I mentioned Duckman and Weird Science. I thought they were on TBS, TNT, but they were actually on USA. Yeah. USA used to have weird shows like that back in the day. I don't know if they still do. I forget that USA is even still a network.
0: Yeah. Well, that was, I mean, their empire fell.
1: I guess so, yeah. USA, just like the country, the empire collapsed. And then the final thing that I wanted to mention is I mentioned that there was a rat movie that scarred me when I was a child and I <laughs> oh, can never yeah. remember the name. <laughs> and the movie that traumatized me was of unknown origin. That's the name of the movie It's called of unknown origin. And I think it stars RoboCop. I forget Peter Weller. Is that his name? Do you guys know? But he plays as Robocop in the movie. It would be great if he just fucking wore that Robocop suit to every fucking movie. But I think this was pre-Robocop. If it was after Robocop, then yeah, this motherfucker would have taken care of that rat like too sweet. The movie would have been like five minutes long, but this is before he turned into Robocop. So it took him an hour and a half to defeat this giant rat and (laughs) scarred me for the rest of my life.
0: And you do, what was the synopsis again? That it was like the rat was in the walls or something, right?
1: Oh, it was, yeah. I mean, this guy, was, I think his family had gone on vacation. He stayed behind. It was like a town home, I think, in like New York or a big city. And yeah, he kept hearing shit and shit was getting torn apart. And the rat's really quick, so you can't see it. So every now and again, you just see this giant thing. I mean, because it was giant. It looked like a otter or something. And it would just run from one room to the other. And the guy was it was driving him insane man he was like keep going and getting a baseball bat and got these really long nails and he was like hammering them into the bat you ever seen that when people hammer nails into a bat to make him like spiky and shit
0: oh was that like a not. cat of nine tails
1: or something? yeah kind of like that so he was yeah it was driving him insane and he was trying to kill this fucking rat
0: now has anybody done that with a baseball bat since like the 1940s
1: I don't know. That's a good question. I don't. It seems like a lot of work. I think the bat itself, just hitting somebody over the head with that thing.
0: Yeah. Be, yeah. You don't need the nails. I mean, that's the weapon you grab when your chain is out of commission.
1: I know. I do. Cause some people keep baseball bats for defense. And I, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast, but I do that. Like I keep it next to my bed in case a rapist breaks into the house then if they come into my room, try to rape me, I shove the bat in my ass. And then I'm like, ha ha, good luck raping me now. Oh, I see. Yeah.
2: So, so you recommend a of a rape whistle, carry a blunt object. Yeah. You
1: can, You're not going to be able to get your dick in after I've shoved a bat in there. So I'm like, <laughs> jokes on you, raper.
0: Yeah, you showed them.
1: What have you guys been up to since we've been on break? Anything at all? All
2: right, so I've been hustling. So pretty exciting as you can hear there's so no fourth so remember there's no guest this episode so but we do now officially have a fourth person on the show so
1: is that right who's that
2: so well actually it's not official so we are currently so so in a live bidding process as we speak so between so not two but three people are now bidding on so the amazing new role we've created so of editing the podcast. So I decided that I wanted to find the best, most qualified person I could. So we obviously have a decent amount of money to spend. So I did the honorable thing and I took this task. So to the Reddit forum, Slave Labor. So where you can find people willing to edit your podcast for prices that may astound you. So, um, are we co-signing
0: this there, Carlos? I don't want
1: I uh, know, no, this is all Ian.
0: Yeah, I don't like the sound of this at all.
1: Ian is all about the slave labor.
2: <laughs> so everyone
1: says child labor is
2: bad, slave labor is bad, and people talk a mad game, but who actually puts their money where their mouth is? This guy. So mm-hmm. I put my money where my mouth is, So and I'm trying to do the Lord's work and find some people that, due to currency exchange differences, would find this
1: so to this be... this is uh, the oh.
0: same Lord that actual slave owners back in the day would reference when they were justifying their horrific actions.
1: That in the Bible.
2: Yeah. So, just to, just to clarify, so people don't think we're shitty. So, slaves spelled the usual way, labor spelled the British way. So,
1: oh, so it's okay.
2: So, yeah, it's okay. It's, it's, it's totally okay. If they would have spelled it the American way, we might have problems. There might be fighting words exchanged, but we're totally off the hook, guys. So, so, so,
0: but also, just to clarify, so people don't think we're shitty, uh, Carlos and I are not shitty.
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: all right so i put the whole task out there to edit the podcast to do all the grunt work that carlos spends I I, I I i i can't even speculate how many hours he spends on this but we've got three bids so far so guess what they are so
1: i don't know how this works uh, what do you mean i don't know what bids per means. episode to do all the
2: editing for the podcast per episode
1: but I don't know. I don't, that's what I'm saying. I don't get how these rates work. So you're going to have to explain to us. I mean, unless Bobby, you understand that you can. So
0: he put this job out there and then he's got people uh-huh. that are saying, I'll do it for this much. I'll do it for this much. And basically, he's going to go with the lowest one and ruin the podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so this is Ian's end game then. He finally will be able to ruin the podcast <laughs> through a third party. <laughs> let's move on then to our first segment of the night. This is Indecorous News. This is a segment where we highlight the most important news happening across the United States and all over the world. After you listen to this segment, you will never have to listen to another newscast ever again in your entire life. Alright, this first story, this headline says, Man inserts eel into rectum from anus. In hopes to, quote, relieve constipation, and the source for this is Global Times, any headline that has the words rectum and anus, I'm all about, so... Is that a redundancy to you guys? I mean, maybe... No, I think they're two different things. Dude, I was about to say,
0: I feel really dumb, because I honestly thought they were the same thing.
1: I know! I think anus is just the hole, and then rectum is the holding area for the poop.
2: Okay. Okay. Based on my early 20s, all the titles of the porn videos, these words were interchangeable. Oh, so uh, yeah.
1: I don't yeah. think in porn they are going to be that picky about the anatomy. Or I guess they figured they weren't going to have to field a lot of letters from anatomy experts saying, like, well, actually, you know, that's the <laughs> anus and then the rectum comes later. Although I will say it is redundant to say that they went to the rectum through the anus because that's basically the only way you can get there. Yeah. Unless you go through the mouth, which is a lot longer path. So, yeah, that part seems kind of, they could have just left it out. But I like the fact that they use rectum and anus and, you know, throw in constipation. Sure. All right, Ian, you can uh, start us out with the first paragraph.
2: All right. A man in Xinghe, East China's Jingzhou, Providence.
1: Province. Pro- oh, Providence.
2: Inserted a 20 centimeter long ill into his rectum from his anus. On July 20 in hopes of relieving constipation after having trouble getting the poopies to come out of his butt So this is the old like if you're having a difficult time and you don't have money for a proper enema You can just is that that what's going on here?
1: I don't know if this is well, I I don't know I've never been to Zinghua in East China's Jingzu province I don't know if they're just crawling with eels all over the place that it's just cheaper to do it that way but uh, that seems to be the go-to because I don't think this guy just out of nowhere like, yeah, I got. I mean, let me try this. You know what I mean? Like I think so. He must have heard that this is was a treatment. Okay, in order I get it. To, I, I don't think he was a trailblazer. Is what I'm saying.
0: He's <laughs> say. just an eel enthusiast and a problem to solve.
1: <laughs> yeah, guy is like he's invested in eels and he's just trying to find some sort of practical use for eels just so he can make money off of his investment. He's got an eel farm. <laughs> like shit.
0: selling. Eels at a mall kiosk. Yeah, relieves constipation.
1: Yeah, right. was yeah, like, look, it says even constipation. Put it in your uh, rectum through your anus.
0: My friend, probably. my friend, my friend.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, a
2: fish pet store could probably push these as a secondary use. If you don't love them as pets, here you go.
0: Oh, uh, I probably mentioned this on the podcast before, but one of the first digital photos I ever took back in the day was at a pet store where they were selling assorted hamsters but the tank just said ass hamsters which was awesome,
2: oh, awesome. Uh, <laughs> and you know you know yeah. what's fucked up about that there is actually a use case for ass hamsters i don't know if you guys have heard this but um it's not very popular in homosexual folklore but it is super popular in like evangelical christian folklore where they tell these stories about how gay guys shove hamsters up their ass for like kinky ass play
0: i always heard gerbil was the go to like middle school joke back in the day
1: yeah that's what i always heard that too i mean not that i really could tell you what the fucking difference is between a gerbil and a hamster they're all (laughs) i just like the person that
0: was trying out all the different rodents to see which one was best
1: yeah i guess so that you can only find out which one's best if you try them all right yeah all right bobby you can do this next one
0: what motivated the man to do so is a folk remedy that says an eel can help with getting poopies out of your butt
1: Oh, yeah, see, so there you go. It was a folk remedy, so there were, yeah. it, there was a history of this.
0: Yeah, most of the time, folk, I don't trust them. Oh, yeah, me
1: either. Folk anything,
2: folk music, it's, it's all bad. Yeah. yeah.
0: But instead of getting the poopies out of his butt, the eel went from the man's butt to the colon and bit through it, entering the abdomen. He finally went to the hospital after enduring pain on the first day as he was too shy to see the doctor. The doctor who gave him the operation said he could have lost his life as the bacteria in the large intestine may cause uh, hemolysis when it reaches his abdominal cavity. Hemolysis is a condition that is dangerous, and you don't want to get it unless you want to die. Then you might be okay with getting it.
2: So whenever you talk about these folk remedies, it reminds me of, like, back in the late 1800s, it was the sanitized tapeworms. And
0: No, that was the 1950s, dude. That was up to the
1: 50s. <laughs>
0: yeah. And and
2: like I know people back in the day had a shorter lifespan, but from what I've heard, I think there was like a lot less fatties.
1: Oh my god! You guys don't like the word fatties? Well, we're, we're trying not to get canceled here, man. <laughs>
2: Are we getting canceled over that?
1: Well,
0: we never said it wasn't going to be our last season. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What is weird to me, though, is that this guy would be embarrassed by it because if it's a folk remedy that most people are doing over uh, in whatever where he lives, then this doctor's probably just used to this shit. He's like, oh, here's another one. Fucking shoved an eel up his ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right you know there's stupid people all over the world like i just heard did you guys hear this and and you guys if you've heard the story you're gonna have to be more specific because i don't know the specifics but they had to put an announcement out there for people that were trying to treat their covid with some sort of like animal medicine or some shit you guys hear about that was
0: i are you talking about the hydroxychloroquine
1: no no this is a new thing like i heard about it within the last week they had to put um A warning out there because some people were trying to treat covid but they were using some kind of fucking animal product animal medicine meant to i don't know treat cows or horses or some shit so Hmm. yeah of course these dumbasses will do that before they ever get a goddamn vaccine that's been tried by scientists and virologists for fucking ever all right i'll do this last (laughs) paragraph the eel was still alive by the time it was removed during operation The man is not the only victim of the, quote, folk remedy that says inserting eel into rectum can cure poopies. Out-the-butt difficulties. A 50-year-old man in South China's Guangdong province did the same thing with a 40-centimeter-long eel in June 2020. On June 2nd, 2020, an African carp was found in the stomach of a young man in Guangdong, who claimed that the fish, quote, <laughs> slid into his rectum when he accidentally sat on it. Uh-oh. Yeah, because you know that's what happens when African carps are just laying around. So people
2: need to use your life hat, Carlos, and put preemptively something in their ass ahead of time to prevent such
1: calamities. I guess so, yeah. I mean, mine was mostly like if you were being attacked, but I guess if this is a big thing that... uh there's African carp laying around all over the place, and you're just a constant risk of sitting on it and it making it all the way into your yeah. uh, stomach.
0: It's into the rectum. Oh, oh yeah.
1: No, but this one, this guy's saying that he yeah. sat on it, and this motherfucking carp just swam its way through his rectum, his colon. See, that's, a, that's the other one. That's the other one that I'm not really sure. I'm pretty sure anus is the hole. I'm not sure what the difference between rectum mm-hmm. and colon is. But anyway, this fucking carp made it through there and made it through the large intestine, small intestine, and then got to the stomach. Jeez. Well,
0: you know how those land carp are.
1: <laughs> so the solution to this would just be always wear a butt plug, right? I mean, that would... I, I guess prevent- that would be the solution to everything. It's probably not going to help with the constipation, though. Hmm.
0: <laughs> solution to everything. I like. All that. right.
1: This is what I... Because I looked it up. FDA has warned the public... Against using the animal parasite medicine ivermectin to treat COVID-19.
0: Oh, ivermectin, yeah.
1: What is that? Do you know what that is?
0: Uh, ivermectin prevents worms oh, in dogs and probably cats and other. Yeah. Says
1: this is the quote: "You are not a horse. You're not a cow. Seriously, y'all, stop it." <laughs> <laughs> this is what the agency said on their Twitter, and this is coming from a reputable source. So yeah, I like that the CDC is just, or no, actually, this is the FDA.
2: I like the tone of authority in that message. So you're not a horse, you're yeah. not a
1: cow, but I mean, I don't know. I don't think they've met some of these people that would try this treatment. They, they might think twice about not calling them cows.
2: <laughs> so while we're still in China before we move on, have you guys seen this new TikTok trend going on? It's uh, no to call no, two I China- okay, yeah. so, all right, so so here's the trend. It's to call two Chinese restaurants at the same time on two different telephones and just have them talk to each other, and because of the broken English. One guy's like, hey, what do you want? It's a Chinese restaurant. And your person's like, I, I, it's my Chinese restaurant, what do you want? And then they get confused, and they're talking to each other in broken English, and then the person making the video is laughing. I've seen this trend go through at least three different people doing it.
0: It, it sounds like three different people that don't want jobs in the future.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's going to come back to bite them. Oh, dude, it's a great way to fucking preemptively make sure that you don't have to
1: have a job. they're getting canceled what's funny though is i haven't seen it but i'm pretty positive that even after all that whole mess the order's still going to be ready in 15 minutes yeah yeah perfect <laughs> fucking 100 percent 100 they're both going to be 15 minutes all right we're going to move on to our next story story two the headline says two-eyed man at restaurant weighs his steak at the table and the source here <laughs> is the mirror Now, Ian, you can start us out with the first paragraph there.
2: Double-eyed man Antonio Chacon had been out for a birthday meal with his family at Texas Roadhouse in Pueblo, Colorado, when he ordered his favorite meal, ribs and steak with fries and mashed potato. But as a 22-year-old's food was brought from the kitchen, he said he noticed the sirloin appeared
0: really small.
1: Yes. Is this something that you guys have run into when you go out to eat? Yeah, oh, this
0: guy's my hero.
1: Okay. So just, so, so just, yeah. to, just to let you guys know, I
2: was a restaurant chef back in the day, and the weight is what it's like raw before it's cooked. Okay. So Of course. Yeah. yeah. So if you go with a medium rare steak, it's going to weigh exponentially more than a burnt, crispy, well-done steak that loses all the water weight. Okay. Yeah, but
0: we've also all been to the fucking places where one wing at one place is tiny and the other one, it's like breaking the plate.
1: Okay. Yeah, all right, that's fine. and I think they might get into it a little bit more further in the story, but Bobby, you can do this next one.
0: That's when unemployed Antonio says he ran out to his car and brought back his weighing scales, placing them on the table in front of him as the waiter looked on in shock. He then complained that the sirloin actually weighed 3.68 ounces, almost half the weight it had been advertised, prompting the chef to remake his meal. Antonio said... It had been my birthday. I ordered the ribs and steak. I got a six ounce steak. And when they brought it, it looked really small.
1: Antonio claims he then rushed out to his car and brought back the small electronic weighing scales.
0: He's like, disregard that little white powder dust that the meat now has on it.
1: (laughs) Right, right. So Antonio (laughs) said, quote, I told the manager and waiter, they didn't believe me that I didn't look right. I went to my mom, dad, girlfriend, and my brothers and my two stepdaughters. They were laughing. Now this fucking was a big goddamn party. My dad said, go get the scale we just got. Well, apparently they just had gotten this. That's perfect. What what perfect timing. I hope it was like a birthday present because that fucking works out perfect.
0: Yeah.
1: I grabbed it and I did ask permission. I made sure I asked the main manager because I would have felt disrespectful doing that if I hadn't. I don't know, man. I think once you buy it, you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want with it. Weighing it, yeah. I don't think that's disrespectful. That's due diligence.
0: I make it a habit to weigh all my dinners, regardless of whether I'm suspicious. Yeah, yeah, just
1: for your diary.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: That's how you keep your diet is weight. How much weight of food you've <laughs> consumed in one day. Ian, you can do this next one.
2: All right. I asked the manager, do you think I can weigh it? She said, yes, no problem. Go ahead. I ran to my car. I had the skills in my toolbox in my trunk. I went to my trunk, grabbed it, and used the paper wrap. I ripped a piece off, put that on the skill then I put the steak on it. It weighed 3.6 ounces. The waiter was like, oh, it, it'll weigh four ounces or five ounces. I said, no, this looks small. It looks like a children's meal. I'd ordered an adult's meal. That was the first time it happened. <laughs> but then again, I hadn't thought of weighing it before. I never knew steak shrunk. I guess it does a little, but it shouldn't shrink that much. That's, that's my favorite line to use at the pool, by the way.
0: yeah i I wish he just would have uh said that i didn't order a children's meal i ordered a big boy meal
1: (laughs) it sounds like he's being kind of diplomatic here like first of all he's like i asked for permission to weigh the thing and then you know they told me it would be less and i'm like okay i get it might be less but it shouldn't have shrunk that much like he's for a situation like this i'm more picturing like a belligerent person yeah. That just want to fucking be throwing shit and throwing a fit, but all things considered, you know, uh, He sounds polite. Yeah, yeah, I mean, to the extent that he's going with it, I would have expected some somebody that's fucking more crazy than what the way he's representing himself.
0: I just wish he was like breaking out a lab grade triple beam or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wish he would have brought like uh, some kind of laser shit or some kind of fucking atomic weight yeah. balance or some shit.
0: The scales of Lady Justice.
1: (laughs) All right, Bobby, you can do this next one.
0: After his complaint and weighing the meat, Antonio says staff remade his meal and even asked the master chef to bring out his food. (laughs) Yes, yeah, I don't know, something about Texas Roadhouse and master chef. (laughs) that's kind of hilarious, right? Yeah, that's like when you dine at Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) Antonio said they gave me a discount. The waiter was even shocked. He said, "Damn, you're right." I said, yeah, I know. I've ordered yeah. this a lot of times to go. And I know and I know what six ounces is. They even had their master chef bring out a new steak for me. They remade the steak. It looked way bigger and a lot better. This was a slow news day at the Mirror.
1: Yeah. Here, well, man. the thing too is I guess maybe that's the only way that you can get them. Is I rarely go out to eat at restaurants of any kind, Texas Roadhouse or Applebee's or even just fast food.
0: Any other fine dining establishment?
1: Yeah, and I, every, anything like that. So they could easily throw that shit at me, the the little three-ounce steak, and I'd be like, well, yeah, I guess this is what a six-ounce steak looks like. But this motherfucker apparently gets this shit on the reg. So he knew, like, ah, I've gotten this shit before. This is not what I'm used to getting. So I guess that's really the only way you can get him is if you're a regular that just becomes a connoisseur of one particular meal.
0: Or if you've just have cooked enough steaks or something and you're
1: you just look at it, you know, this is, done. I I'm would getting... know that
0: that's, yeah, that I'm getting fucked on the steak. And I would break out my scale and I would be like, this one's for my boy, Antonio. <laughs>
1: and that's what it's going to be called from now on is pulling an Antonio. Yeah.
0: And Antonio's way, uh, but it's like W E I G H.
1: Oh yeah. Perfect. I like get, it took me a second. Yep. Yeah. Following his visit, Antonio shared a post online naming and shaming the restaurant, which left people divided. Numerous social media users argued that the listed weight of the meat is from before it is cooked, not afterwards. Oh, this is Ian, your people. Yep. (laughs) But Antonio remains unperturbed by the revelation and says other restaurant goers should carry scales so they too can weigh their meat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> too. So he's an advocate for scales and weights now it appears Yeah, and you can do this next one
2: All right, describing the reaction to his post Antonio said people were talking shit Then others were getting inspired too. It was funny. A lot of people were t- taking stuff All right, a lot of people were talking a lot of people were talking stuff. Who says that? Okay A lot of people were he talking stuff saying oh, that's a drug skill They said there was white stuff, but... (laughs) There it is. I had my little brother, and he was playing with the salt shaker and
1: everything. Yeah, so that's basically what you were mentioning before, Bobby. But he's putting it on his little brother. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he was playing with the salt shaker that was full of cocaine.
0: Yes. Yeah, he's taking bumps of salt.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: So one said, it's six ounces when you order it. Then they cook it, and it'll obviously weigh less. Boom.
1: Yeah, see, that's the inside over there.
2: Another added... You actually took a skill to a restaurant. If this isn't the most Karen thing I've ever seen, then I don't know what is.
0: Dude, how did this get to the point where people are just blindly defending the corporation? You know what I mean? <laughs> like all these all these people jumping in like, "Oh, they weren't trying to sell you a smaller stake or give you a smaller stake for the same money?"
1: Yeah, I don't know, beats me. I'm with you, Bobby. I'm like, "Yeah, fuck it, man. If they're going to try to cheat you out of your stake, and I don't think the guy actually brought the thing in with him like to the restaurant. He he was just lucky that I guess that was one of his birthday presents or he just fucking keeps a scale in his car, not for drugs. He just likes weighing shit.
0: He's an entrepreneur, Carlos.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Now, I don't know. And the the other part of it is like, I don't know how often they do this. I mean, Ian, you're the restaurateur here, the expert. Is this a fucking people getting shortchanged all the time?
2: Dude, if you knew what happened under the hood, You would never fucking go to a restaurant. I mean, it's...
1: Yeah, well, that's... I mean, actually, you might be a bad person to ask, because didn't you, like, sink four restaurants or some shit? I
2: did. I mean, yeah. there's there's literally restaurants I've put out of business by my shenanigans in the kitchen.
1: Yeah, there you go. So where was Antonio then? Antonio, we needed you when Ian was running restaurants. All right, we're going to move on to our main segment of the podcast which is Indecorous Deep Dive. We build this show as an educational comedy podcast. We often fall short of the latter, but we always deliver on the former. This week's Deep Dive was written by Bobby. Everybody's familiar with the celebrities that have destroyed their lives or careers in an instant, whether it's Michael Richards, quote, accidentally saying the N-word roughly 37 times or Mel Gibson getting pulled over by the one Jewish cop in Malibu and spitballing his own mind camp. At the end of the day, celebrities still get to go home and sleep on a pile of money. Tonight, we're talking about some of the average Joes that have irreparably fucked up their whole shit in a short period of time. This is where, again, relating to the average Joe blue-collar indecorous comedy podcast listener. This could be you someday. (laughs) So, Bobby, you can do this first one.
0: If you play your cards wrong...
1: That's this right. could be you. You could be featured on our podcast.
0: Yeah. So, all of these were just kind of technically hearsay. I mean, this is Ian's dream right here.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so was... I would think, yeah, I guess so. Because, how the fuck, with famous people, you can, there's going to be more forms of verification. But, yeah, if it's yeah. jail, it's going to be hearsay.
0: I mean, it's almost a waste of time to even name names. But,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So, uh, one lady's husband got into a drunken fight outside a bar landed one punch so hard it knocked the other guy out causing him to fall on a curb head first and die that's not the first time i've heard I've heard that happened a number of times yeah. don't get in don't don't fight people it's really dumb but he of course went to jail and his wife remarried a total dipshit leaving her kids with the super healthy upbringing of visiting their real dad in prison and living day to day with an asshole stepdad
1: i mean I, I think about that not as much in terms of getting into fights, because that's not what I do. But I do get drunk, and if I get drunk enough, I get wobbly and lose my balance and fall down. And any of those could easily be, like, I just hit myself on the corner of the table. Oh, yeah. And then I'm just completely fucked.
0: Dude, we're getting to that age where falling is a serious concern, drunk (laughs) or not. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So my, my question is, so this guy, obviously, he just created an orphan for the other kid. Wouldn't it be wonderful if the judge maybe... Like made the guy pay child support to that kid with his like prison earnings, making whatever he does, French fries in the cafeteria for 10 cents a day or something.
0: Oh, yeah. Are you getting bids from any of those people? Ian, yeah, that's that right. You know, <laughs> how much do you have to put in their commissary to, <laughs> to edit our podcast?
1: Dude. Yeah, let's see if we can get some prison labor to do our podcast. And just
2: point this out, life hack. If you're ever looking to get a lady friend, I mean, the lady prisons, fucking gold mine. Just go down there one day and say, Hey, anyone want to have casual, no strings attached sex? And then some of the least attractive women you've ever seen might turn you down.
0: They so. don't loan you inmates.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they should, though. They should. I'll do the next one. A guy was laid off from his job as a cook and found a replacement job on Craigslist looking for a delivery driver. He's issued a company cell phone and goes and does his first pickup, which it turns out was for an escort service, and his cargo was hookers. He's also required to provide security for the cargo, you know, like a pimp, so some of the hookers were addicted to crack, which they so generously offered to the man, who quickly rose the ranks from the line cook to pimp, and within weeks had taken a leave of absence from his new job, and sold off all his worldly possessions to pursue his new crack smoking endeavor. So, well, I mean, the thing is, it sounds like it worked out for this guy. Yeah,
2: this doesn't sound like he died. This sounds like an upgrade
1: to me. Yeah, this guy went from Lion cook to uh, crack smoking.
0: I mean, a you wor- yeah, you worked at a, in a restaurant, Ian. I mean, were there ever days you just, like, daydreamed about smoking crack?
2: I mean, dude, anything. I mean, there was, there was never a point where I felt <laughs> that the, my life could get worse. So it was just always, like, people would say crack is whack or whatever. But I, 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 I see this as a legitimate upgrade.
0: Dude, who did you know that was saying crack is whack? Were you hanging out with Nancy Reagan?
1: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's right. He was big on dare. (laughs) All right, Bobby, you can do this next one.
0: One kid received a gun as a gift from his cousin for his 18th birthday. He was partying with some friends, ordered a pizza, and excited about his new present, decided in the moment to rob the delivery driver instead of paying which was, of course, a super brilliant move after he had given his name and address to the pizza place. Since he was now an adult, this smooth move left him facing a minimum of 10 years in prison.
2: This is another one of those risk-reward ratio kind of calculations you got to make on the fly. It's like potential reward, free pizza, potential risk. And I mean, that's like a divide by zero error in your brain. How can
1: you make that? I mean, it's not even potential risk. It's because yeah. it, you are going to get caught 100% after they have your name and your
2: address. Maybe yeah. it was a Meat Lovers or something that justifies it. Like, <laughs> okay, fuck well, everything that... else. It was Meat Lovers.
0: Hey, you know what? I know one to admit when I'm wrong. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Meat Lovers right. is worth it.
2: Yeah, that kind yeah. of party in my mouth for, for 15 seconds justifies the Meat Lovers' 10 years that's going to happen in
1: prison. Okay. Different kind of Meat Lovers,
2: though.
0: The party in your ass, right? <laughs>
1: So I'll do this next one. Pissed off at his employer, one guy decided to steal $150 from the register at the porn store he worked at. To cover his tracks, he lit a small fire to destroy the security camera footage. But the problem with small fires is they can sometimes turn into large fires, which can cause possible petty theft charges to turn into felony arson charges when the fire caused over $100,000 in damage. So do we know why he was pissed? I mean, he works at a porn store, dude. I'm I'm assuming the bosses at porn stores aren't the greatest. Can I I speculate here? Oh, Uh, please.
2: Because I think I know the answer. It was like, it wasn't his day or his turn, but the boss made him go clean the jack-off booth.
1: Oh, I guess. (laughs) You're the expert. And
0: Ian had just had a a big day in there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) It was my birthday.
1: That's right.
2: (laughs) Because here's a fun fact about porn stores in 2021. They're no longer for the trading of... VHS, and DVDs. They're for letting husbands jack off in a place they can get away from their wives and not have fucking kids and paper thin walls. That's, that's really what it's for.
1: Yeah, then that's even worse, man. So yeah, I don't blame this guy for being pissed off at his employer. I do think he's fucking stupid for creating a solution that was way more complicated than it had to be.
0: Yeah. I mean, the least he could have done was built some electromagnetic device in a, in a van. like
1: breaking Yeah, the, yeah. You know? Like Breaking Bad, just have a giant van that's going to erase. Well, but then it might erase all the VHS. I don't know.
0: I mean, what better a thing to do, though? Because not only are you going to erase that footage, like you said, you might destroy all the videos. And If your goal is to piss off your employer, then.
1: I mean, yeah, I guess. And going back to that, uh, you know what also is going to piss off your employer is burning down his entire store. Yeah. So I guess he just accomplished that at least.
0: Oh, you know, what really upset him is if you shot him in cold blood.
1: Yeah, and his family. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. I'll teach him a lesson. All right. Ian, you can do his next one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, boy, would his face be red. A
2: guy celebrated four years of sobriety and turning his life around by finally treating himself to the motorcycle he always wanted. He bought the bike, drove straight to his dealer's house, went home, and his body was discovered two weeks later due to the smell.
1: I think this is stupid in the sense that maybe I'm just being OCD about it. But four years is not a milestone, dude. Like five, I get it. It's more of a, <laughs> yeah. like an anniversary thing or ten. Yeah. But four? I mean, yeah. dude, you might as well have done it at three or two. You know. You don't get some platinum chip for that? For four years? Fuck no. This is stupid. I, I'm glad this guy's dead. <laughs> All right, Bobby, you can do this next one. <laughs> You really are OCD. (laughs) I guess so.
0: One woman's college boyfriend had the opportunity and thought it was a good idea to steal five pounds of weed from some drug dealers he knew and hide it in the trunk of his car. When they had a good idea who stole their merchandise, they followed him one night. And when he realized they were following him and knew he was the thief, he was terrified they were going to kill him and swerved into oncoming traffic to get the attention of the cop he spotted and sure enough, the cop pulled him over, both saving and ruining his life at the same time when he was sentenced on drug charges.
1: Oh, man. Why is this guy referred to, by the way, as one woman's college boyfriend?
2: Yeah, couldn't we just
1: call him Steve? Yeah. Why couldn't it be, like, like some dude? Some dude? I, well, you know what?
0: This I, I told you, it was very friend of a friendy, like, hearsay.
1: Oh, okay. This thing oh, okay. So, where's, okay so it's mentioned because whoever it is heard it from the woman. Yeah, like I had a boyfriend in college and this is what that idiot. Yeah, said.
0: it was like Oh, okay. The person telling the story, it was like her friend's boyfriend that did
1: this. Oh, okay. Cuz at first glance it seems like saying some guy that went to a restaurant had two eyes. Yeah. You know and I'm talking about, yeah, it's kind of very superfluous. All right. <laughs> I'll read this next one. Shortly before their friend's wedding, his buddies decided to take him strip club hopping in Vegas. They went from strip club to strip club, always setting a time to meet back at the limo. Are we reading the script of The Hangover right now, or is this going to be <laughs> a different thing? Uh, right, it, it is, it's The
0: Hangover. You can skip it. Uh, Sorry.
1: Let's go. The groom-to-be went into the champagne room, despite Chris Rock warning us that there is, in fact, no sex in the champagne room. Remember that song? Oh, yeah. They waited around for the guy for 30 minutes, but ended up leaving after he said he wasn't done getting dances. Next morning... They realize he never showed up back at the hotel room. It turns out he was being detained by the strip club for owing them over $9,000 in dances.
2: Damn!
1: He had maxed out his credit cards, withdrew everything from his checking account, and still owed them. To top things off, the money was supposed to pay for his upcoming honeymoon. Surely his wife never brought it up again, instead of repeatedly during every argument. I'm surprised they fucking stayed married after this horseshit. To be- I mean, how do you... This is funny because how do you pay back dances? You know what I mean. It's not like, all right, you know what, guys? Okay, I'll dance for you guys.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll make it
1: up with. I'll make it up to the girls. Get him over here. Put the shoe I'll on the other for foot. You.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like washing dishes. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: It's like I'm out of money, but all right, I'll do nine thousand dollars worth of dancing for the strippers. All right, guys, we are going to move on to our next segment. This is Indecorous 4chan Posts of the Week. 4chan has been described by some as an anonymous image board website, while others have called it the asshole of the internet. We just call it another Indecorous podcast segment. Bobby, you can do this first 4chan comment.
0: What is a snack that you make that others find weird but you like? I'll go first. Hot sauce sandwich.
1: Do you guys have something like this that Ugh. it's kind of particular to you guys that not necessarily everybody likes? I know that I have I cheese coffee. Oh, that's actually delicious. But yeah, I guess that would that would apply. Wait, what? You say cheese and coffee? You don't remember cheese coffee? Ian doesn't listen to the podcast. I, I, so he I, sh- <laughs>
0: that's right. I,
2: I just want to make sure I heard you correctly.
1: You got to bring that up with people that are fans of the podcast. <laughs> how about you ian you got anything you have a very sophisticated palate so i don't know if you would have anything
2: yeah i mean i i i i i I guess i've done this thing that's a little strange there's a type of a chocolate mole sauce that has a little touch of hooey hooey sauce and i like to put that on veggie burgers and everyone thinks i'm absolutely fucking crazy but uh i think it's quite delicious
1: Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, you are fancy.
0: Yeah. That was uh, layers of things that I don't understand.
1: Yeah, exactly. Good Lord, Ian. You took it <laughs> to the next level. All right. I'll do this next one. Anonymous asks, should I straighten my dick? Currently sitting at about five and a half inches, but my curve is knocking me back about half an inch. Now, my question here is, like, how do you fucking straighten out your dick? That's a thing. So, so... I- so back in the... Like the
0: <laughs> you could not wait to answer this one. Yeah, yeah. Ian was on I'm all the over ball. this one,
1: dude. have to think about the other one, but this one he's, he's on. He's
0: tripping, tripping over his words to get to it.
2: <laughs> so yeah. so back in the day, in like middle school, high school, young girls would always say things like, my boyfriend's dick's crooked. I, oh my God, it's crazy. And I always heard this term about crooked dicks. And I always was like, what the fuck are they talking about? And then I figured it out later in life. People can, as they get a boner, if something's constricting, it, it can kind of grow sideways or crooked if you will but it's just like a one-time thing like if you ever like sleep weird or have something funky in your lap whenever you get a boner it can sort of go a little to the left a little to the right girls actually thought dudes had permanently crooked dicks but that's just a boner that went a little wonky
1: i don't know man i don't, i'm not an expert on this but i have seen pornography where the dude's dick was just like curving to either the left or the right and I would think if it was a one-time thing, they would have been like, well, okay, let's just film on another day or... No, dude, they're doing it for
2: fun. I mean, they're doing it for effect. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's trying to make it different.
0: Well, I'm just impressed, Ian, that you were able to work your way up into these high school gossip circles.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's very impressive. <laughs> that's pretty good. Ian, I have to, at this point, I have to defer to you because you're the expert. But I honestly did think that there's some dudes that their dick curves left or right and something from the little that I've... Because uh, I really haven't researched this. Sometimes it's a question of botched circumcisions. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, the skin might be tighter on one side than it is on the other, and that's what causes it. Like, little dicky, You guys, have you seen Dave? I love Dave. Dave's great. Yeah, he had a botched circumcision, so they had to take some of his ball-sack skin to put on his dick, and now he... He's out of two holes. But going back to this guy, should I straighten my dick? Dude, see, I was assuming he was talking about his dick twists up. But so we're assuming then that he's curving horizontally.
2: Interesting. Yeah, this is a, it's getting into yeah. a little bit of a mathematical quagmire. Yeah,
1: I don't know. So I'm sorry, Anonymous, but we just don't have, so send us pictures.
2: Yeah, we want pictures.
1: Yeah, if Anonymous is out there, send us pictures and we'd be glad to help. <laughs> One time that we're soliciting dick pics and would be happy to receive. Yeah, right. All right, Ian, you can do this next one.
2: All right, this comes from Anonymous.
1: Would you eat cooked human meat? I mean, if it was the right weight, don't fucking try to cheat me with a. Shit. Don't give yeah, me a no four yeah. and a half ounce fucking cut of titty. Yeah. yeah. That'd piss me off.
0: Human steak is expensive, so don't fucking jit people. Yeah,
1: bring in my fucking scale, exactly. Yeah. I
0: mean, I, I'd be
2: curious. I mean, I think like everything else is either going to taste like beef or chicken. So I, I would like to know.
1: If you told me in advance that it was human meat, then I wouldn't. And beyond the the gross out factor, it's also like, well somebody had to die for this i'm like i don't feel good yeah it would have to be like they volunteered to be a meal and then maybe i would do it which we
0: did an episode about that
1: yeah oh
0: yeah you guys remember the guy yeah he had literally overcooked the dude's dick
1: Oh, yeah. that's right yeah that's right yeah so it have it would have to be a situation like that where the guy volunteers his dick to be cooked and <laughs> it's cooked correctly and and it's not curved and it's not curved <laughs> and it's the right way
2: i'm gonna be yes. a little bit more liberal on this one it's kind of like tasting my own cum it's only gay if you swallow it, it. otherwise oh, okay. you're just satisfying your curiosity so um i would satisfy my curiosity and see what it tastes Uh, like i
1: thought i thought where you were going with that was like it's like swallowing my own cum i do it every day
2: yeah
1: (laughs) all right i'll do this next one this one's a little bit of a long one i'll start out with the, the original poster said so i've been huffing a lot of stuff recently i know it's super bad for me but the high is incredible and i can't really get other drugs my big issue is that people can pretty much immediately tell if I've been huffing. I either smell like gasoline or lighter fluid or I have paint all over my face or I can't hear shit because I've been huffing air horn gas. Anyone have a good discreet inhalant I can just buy nonchalantly at a store?" Wow. And And then people, of course, are replying and the first reply is like, seriously? I mean, like, you literally blow the horn and breathe the gas that comes out of the end? By the way, how do you not get caught? What do people say if you do? I mean, long, sustained blasts of an air horn are, by their very nature, designed (laughs) to attract people's attention. (laughs) Fucking can't stop laughing at this shit. The next person says... Yeah, I honestly can't believe this. It just sounds so impractical. I imagine him like getting dumped or something, then going back to his house to get high, and his friends in the neighborhood hearing the horns and going like, "Oh, well, it sounds like Anonymous is sad again." <laughs> like offbeat bagpipes. So basically, the point is this guy is getting high off of air horn, which I didn't even know was a thing you could do. Just fucking put that shit into your mouth. Yeah,
0: I didn't know that was a thing. It's I mean, it's got to be like, what is it? Keyboard cleaner and stuff.
1: Yeah, there you go. It's like keyboard cleaner, but a lot fucking louder. I thought this was just what you did to scare neighborhood children you didn't like. Well, apparently you can do that and get high at the same time. Maybe that's the fucking life hack here.
0: You can scare them into having a good time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. But yeah, the whole fucking image of this guy just locked up in his room, getting high off of air horn blasts, (laughs) and everybody within a radius just hearing that fucking thing going on. It's such a cheerful
2: sound, usually. (laughs) You always think of happy times.
0: (laughs) I, I will have to find it, but there was some dude that was arrested dozens of times for huffing paint, and so he just has, it's just this plethora of mugshots. Of him just with fucking different colors of paint all over his face. And it is amazing.
1: So I think I might have seen that. But so that goes back to this question. is like, yeah, this guy's methods of getting high are very conspicuous. Like he yeah. needs to find a way of like, either I'm not waking up half the neighborhood or I don't have fucking paint all over my face.
0: Jesus. Yeah. Somebody hand this man an earthquake.
1: That's <laughs> <Yes>, right. <laughs> like a decent human being. All right, Ian, you can do this next one.
2: All right. This comes from Anonymous. What is the absolute perfect rate of masturbation per week for getting the benefits of no fap while not getting blue balls? I'd say twice a week is a perfect balance. Once a week is for demigods only.
1: I don't know. What are the benefits of no fap?
2: I've heard like heightened testosterone, mental Uh, clarity, focus, all this bullshit with your chakra. But I mean, for me, I'll take some slightly low T if it means... I get to clean up my balls every day.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't don't I don't I don't get it. I just, honestly that's why I have to ask the question cuz I don't see how you become more focused by not masturbating if anything now your brain is going to be consumed with like man I wish I could masturbate.
2: Yeah. yeah, dude, I mean, I don't really get it either, but all these no fap Nazis are just they're like fucking a death cult. I mean, they always spew these insane benefits to their through little rituals, I just, I don't understand it. And what are
0: you doing online that you're hearing their opinions?
2: So there was a a NoFap (laughs) sub that I I subscribed to just for (laughs) shits and giggles for a while. And then there was also a, I call it spicy NoFap. It's a Christian NoFap sub. And that one just shows up randomly in my feed. I still don't know why.
1: Well, to answer (laughs) the guy's question, I don't know what the perfect rate is. I know what I do is usually at the very least, I like to Masturbate before I go to bed so I can fall asleep, and then masturbate when I wake up so I can uh, wake up. So like yeah. I,
2: I would say if you're having sex with a lady on the rig, you probably wouldn't need this, but maybe I don't know.
1: This is four chan. They are not having sex with women on the rig. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll do this last one. I think. Is porn addiction real? I used to think I had an addiction, but it turns out I like downloading, categorizing, and collecting porn more than I like watching it. And then another anonymous replies, "That's cool, man. You have autism, by the way." <laughs> Truth. All right, guys, we're gonna list a couple of questions here, just really quick. Uh, we're doing this at the end of the podcast. Now you can still send questions. We're just putting this segment here towards the end, uh, so <laughs> we just... like to close, huh?
0: We just care less.
1: <laughs> we know. I, we care about our listeners, Bobby. It's just that if you're a real listener, you're going to stick to the end to hear these funny yeah, questions. Yeah, there you go. So now we'd like to close the show with questions sent from our billions of listeners <laughs> around the world. Yeah, it'll be. We accept all questions, but we rarely have an answer for any of them. Question one, is always, where do I send questions? IndecorousComedy at gmail.com. Hit us up on social media, Facebook, Instagram, at IndecorousComedy, Twitter, IndecorousPod, Patreon at themshits.com. We actually have an Imgur now, don't we, Ian?
2: Fuck yeah, dude. IndecorousComedy at Imgur.
1: At Imgur. Check that out. If you don't know what Imgur is, I-M-G-U-R. So check it out. And how do you spell Indecorous, Bobby?
0: It's I-N-D-E-C-O-R-O-U-S. I-N-D-E-C-O-R-O-U-S.
1: Great. Pierre asks the first question, Netflix, Hulu, or other, I am going to go with Netflix because i like the fact that they don't have commercials like there's a lot of shit that i watch on hulu dave included the little dickie show yeah and just these commercials get so i mean i'm just so used to not fucking having to deal with this shit that it just annoys me too much So i mean but hulu's still good i still like a lot of shows that are on there but all things being equal i'll take netflix just because they don't have commercials.
2: so we just learned something about carlos today Which is he didn't pony up and pay the two extra dollars to get the commercial free plan.
0: It is six (laughs) dollars, Ian. And let the man have it out of the Patreon, right?
1: I didn't even pony up a single dollar. I'm just fucking (laughs) piggybacking on other people's Hulu's and (laughs) Netflix.
0: Okay, okay. It's not, I'm not the broke one. It's the broke one whose password I'm stealing. (laughs) It's the person who I'm ripping
1: off. That's the fucking broke motherfucker. Uh, How about you, Bobby? Netflix, Hulu, or other? Uh,
0: I would say H- HBO Max for uh, Oh, HBO a lot Max of things, has been you know?
1: really really good. Yeah. Yeah, I go I, I'll back you up with that one. How about you, Ian?
2: I mean, I guess I got like all of them, so All was... right.
1: Well, now that you're <laughs> yeah. done showing off.
0: Commercial free, Carlos.
1: Good lord. Okay. I mean, I think you know Netflix probably wins. <laughs> I think I've mentioned this before, but I'll tell you all again I was like I remember I used to have I've had Netflix since like the early 2000s when it was just they were sending out DVDs. Yeah, because I had it for a long time, and then they started charging more because they were adding streaming, and I'm like, "Fuck that!" (laughs) So that's when I canceled Netflix. I was like, "Who who the fuck wants to watch shit online?" And obviously, that's another story.
0: Yeah, turns out um, tens of millions of people.
1: Yeah, it worked out just about as well as my boycott of YouTube when they started putting ads after videos. That they never fucking took off (laughs) after that. Jeff has this next question. What is your favorite song? I don't know if I have one. This is a very hard question. It just depends on what mood I'm in. Yeah. I will say, though, that I think Bohemian Rhapsody is, if not the greatest, one of the top songs. Because it has a lot of levels, I think. like It sounds like one thing at one point, then it rocks out, then it's like an opera. I think that's one of the greatest songs of all time. Can you guys think off the top of your head?
2: I mean, I can name a bunch of obscure shit no one's ever heard of, but... Um,
1: oh Yeah, yeah, something that we uh, would all know. So I, I'd say... Uh, yeah,
0: what local Charlotte musician that no one's heard of did you want to... <laughs>
1: yeah, did Josh Gogan release a song that okay, you love? Yeah.
2: <laughs> so this one comes to mind. Um, Rama, Cruel Summer. Are you guys familiar with that band? No.
1: Yeah, I know Bananarama. I don't know if I know... it's. What, how does Cruel Summer go?
2: Cruel Summer, bum, bum, bum. And the video for this song is great because it's got these three attractive ladies and they're just dancing having fun and there's this bad guy that's uh, in a pickup truck and chasing him but they keep throwing bananas at the pickup truck to try to thwart him and then by the end of the video the guy gets out of the pickup truck and he's dancing with him oh and it's a fun fun mm-hmm. video fun time
1: Okay, how about you, Bobby? You have a favorite? I mean, it doesn't have to be your favorite song, but just, like, name a good song.
0: Like you said, I mean, it does depend on the stuff, but uh, I would say The Strokes, Someday,
1: and... Oh, yeah, that's uh, that song, yeah, well, the first really time I heard that song, oh, it almost made me cry. I love that song so, yeah, so much. Yeah,
0: so good. And then the Decemberists' On the Bus Mall.
1: My favorite Decemberist song is "Oh Valencia. Oh, yeah. Uh, of yeah. course. Obvious reasons. For no no for no what oh what are you trying to say I just think it's a, a beautiful beautiful song <laughs> I will say this that people should check out Henry Phillips brought this up I don't know if you ever looked it up Bobby the song that he mentioned on our podcast about the guy that's trying to date like a 15 year old Oh, shit.
0: No, 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 I
1: didn't. I wish I remembered, but I, can, <laughs> I can't I can remember the name of the guy. But apparently this song was a hit in the early 80s. And if you watch the video, it is fucking great, dude, because it's like this old rocker guy. And he can't date this 14 year old because <laughs> her dad's <laughs> like, no, you're fucking old as shit, dude. But then you see the guy, like, looking in outside the window, just staring at this little girl. Good and God. And then event- eventually he takes her out on a fucking magic carpet ride. <laughs> it's fucking great. I wish I'd remembered. That might be the actual greatest song of all time, Holy to be shit. honest with you. Can already. we
2: put a link of that up on our Patreon? I, yeah. Shit. I mean, this
1: is going to be, like, on the next episode, on episode two of season three, I will have it at the beginning of the podcast. I'll let you guys know what that. actually you know what? I'll play it for you guys. Right on. Yeah. And then now we are going to do our last question. Last question comes from Liz. Liz asks, why haven't we cured a major disease like any form of cancer, but can develop three vaccines for an unknown virus in a year? Which basically, we developed this COVID, but I'm, not, I'm saying we like I had anything to do with it. <laughs> but but <these> scientists <laughs> developed this. And, and honestly, like, I'm not an anti-vaxxer at all. I got vaccine as soon we all did, as soon as we could. But I did have that question. I was like, wow, it does seem like vaccines take a lot longer than what this one took. But then I saw something recently that kind of put it into perspective is that this COVID-19 is actually, it's, uh, I forget the exact terminology, but it's basically part two of SARS. It's like COVID SARS 2. Right. Yeah. SARS, the original SARS was COVID-1. So that came out, I mean, what, 15 years ago? Remember when that dropped? Oh, really? yeah. Co- <laughs> yeah, that
0: was yeah. hot.
1: SARS dropped. So scientists have been investigating this virus for like over a decade. So it wasn't like we just had this shit that we'd never seen ever before. It's just that it's a variation of something that already existed, which explains why they were able to get a vaccine this quickly, because we already had... Fifteen years of research to back up. We already had a starting point yeah. to get to this vaccine, so it's not like oh, out of nowhere, we just got this vaccine and it just defend that side of the whatever conspiracy theorists are trying to fucking put out there.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not like environmental risk forms of cancer where what are we gonna do? Just not let these companies make money? <laughs> right,
1: right, exactly. Yeah, and you got anything to say about this?
2: Yeah, I think it's uh, it's pretty obvious here. I mean. You can't monetize the real cure for all these diseases, which is healthy lifestyle. So instead they <laughs> just treat these with these little band-aid and bullshit there.
1: And that's another thing is like, if you invest all the money into one thing, we can do it. And the reason that all of the money got invested in these vaccines is because billionaires and corporations were losing money. That's yeah, what it takes.
0: That's exactly what it takes, yeah. So
1: that's the motivation. Like, if billionaires and corporations are losing money, you better believe we're going to do a all-out push to cure this shit. Oh, yeah. If it's just poor people dying of malaria in Africa, eh, that can wait. Yeah. But if it's the whole world coming to a standstill, you better believe every resource in the world is going to come. To fucking putting every kind of uh, commerce and financial action back in motion. So, yeah, you know, people ask this question like it's a gotcha question, but it's really there is an answer for it. Yeah. All right, guys, that is the podcast. You guys have any last words? Whoop, whoop. I think we're going to probably have a chili cook off to
2: find out who's going to be the winner (laughs) of the slave labor and...
0: Oh, I thought for the human meat thing. Well.
1: well, yeah, see if you can put that out on Slave Labor, too. Who's willing to uh, yeah. let us eat them for the smallest price? Dude. Yeah. Who's willing to sell their flesh?
0: Dude, lots of uh, amputees out there, you know what I mean? Yeah, Might as well put right. it to good use. If, yeah. you're, if you're losing a foot to diabetes or something in the next few months, hit Ian up.
1: A lot of diabetes and gangrene limbs going away so will have and have a cookout. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the first episode of season three. Please, if you'd like, actually, I mean, so it's so all up to you. I'm not trying to guilt you into anything, but if you'd like to support the podcast with some cash, you can hit us up on Patreon. We already told you that's stemshits.com or Patreon.com slash comedy. And if you can't do that, if you don't have the extra cash, that's cool. Just tell your friends. Tell your friends to check out the podcast. Listen to it. it doesn't cost you a penny, but it, uh, it would help us out a lot. And we haven't mentioned this in a while, but if you do dig the podcast and you haven't done it already, leave us a review on iTunes or whatever service you use to listen to podcasts. That's the podcast, everybody. Hold on. What? What happened? What? Now Uh, you. Now you have last words. Bobby's got a zinger.
0: I got. I got two things. All right. I got two things. We went
1: a whole season without you having last words. Now you have last words.
0: One is before I agreed to do this podcast. I thought we had the understanding. That none of us would say things like whoop whoop.
1: Okay, that's. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, he called the last episode of the last season wacky, man. You know, he, oh, c- yeah. he can't be stopped. You guys are talking about cannibalism. <laughs> you got me all excited.
0: So, the other thing is if you have a premium Hulu subscription, hit up Carlos, show the man some love, and uh, let, him, let him get that password.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let me not have to fucking watch these horrible commercials for Seljan. Thank you, Bobby. See, now I feel you should do that more often. now. You should interrupt the podcast. <laughs> the as long as it benefits me, I'm all for it. And
0: that's right.
2: It works out well.
1: All right, walk your cat. Walk, walk your, your cat. cat. Joke's on you, raper. Whoop whoop.